This is not just whiskey. This is the finest Irish whiskey sourced from the oldest distillery on planet Earth. This is not just jazzy music. This is music I recorded and threw together in 15 minutes because I didn't realize Marks and Spencers used a Fleetwood Mac song and they probably have better lawyers than I do. This is not just a podcast. This is a podcast hosted by a solid seven with a voice that gives you a Rona Bona. This is not just Christmas. This is the House of Rondog Christmas. Play that real fucking music. Merry Christmas, bitches. It is one week until Christmas, you fucks. Shout out to my friend Money Mike for the phrase Rona Bona. Absolutely love that. How you doing? Are you well? Because I'm feeling good. I learned some weird shit this week. Let's get that out of the way first. Right, apparently, if you're allergic to latex, there's a very good chance that you're allergic to kiwis, strawberries, bananas, or avocados. Why? Because apparently they share some of the same proteins. That's fucking crazy, isn't it? Something else, uh, some fast food places deliberately put fries in the bottom of the bag so that you think you're getting a better deal. Like, oh my God, I've got so many fries. Cup runneth over. But no, it's a big lie. There's two fun bits of information that you probably didn't know. You're welcome. BuzzFeed could have got a whole article out of that. Why are there always fries in the bottom of the bag? The truth will shock you. I fucking love BuzzFeed. You want to be productive with your day, but you end up on that app and you're choosing interior designs to find out what kind of garlic bread you are. It's the tits. I found out what kind of frog I am last week. I can't remember the name of the species, but he was wearing a little Indiana Jones hat in the photo, and I am all about that. What the fuck am I talking about? Jesus Christ. This is how the podcast starts, ladies and gentlemen. This is how we go on. My uh, my throat is still not 100%. I still don't feel that white hot. Oh, you've got long COVID. No, no, I fucking haven't. I haven't got COVID. If I did, someone else would have got it off me by now, and ain't no motherfucker coughing. So we all good. I still think it's vape-related. Just let's move on. Let's not draw attention to it. Let's just carry on with the podcast. Carry on talking. We're going to be fine. Um, What the fuck else has happened this week? Oh, God. Yeah, right. I'm going to have to address it. I have to. I'm sorry if you don't care. I'll make this as quick as I can. If Jake Paul fights Conor McGregor, I'm fucking done. I'm done with it all. I know it's a freak show circus thing and there's hundreds of millions of dollars in it. But for fuck's sake... You know, I'm a huge MMA fan. I'm a big boxing fan. I just want to see two fucking warriors who came from fighting in the streets go at it. Like, what are we doing? Why are people asking me about this fight? Please stop sending me messages. Oh, I think Jake Paul's got a chance, bro. If he can land that hand that he landed on Nate Robinson or Conor McGregor, he's going to spark him out, bro. It's going to be crazy. I don't give a fuck. Imagine seeing tweets and getting messages. Bro, I think KSI could really do Conor, actually. I know he did Logan Paul. He did it convincingly, bro. I think he could do it. KSI's a really good boxer. Just fuck off. I don't want to hear it. Please, no more messages about the Jake Paul Conor McGregor fight unless I start them because I I have no interest. I have no interest whatsoever. Uh, I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's been a slow fucking week, really. COVID still exists. That's that's about it. I'm going to have a, a lovely tier three Christmas. While I say that, I'm recording this on Wednesday. So we find out our tier system tomorrow. I guarantee that Lincoln will be in tier three. I'm going to spend three days 
in this five-day period, just eating every carbohydrate on the fucking planet. I'm thinking of making a list, making a list of shit that I've missed out on and just buying all of it. I'm just going to have a plate of Oreos for Christmas dinner. Fuck it. Who's going to stop me? It's my Christmas too. I'm not really a roast dinner kind of guy. I have one a year and it'll be in a week's time. It just doesn't hit me like it hits other people. I will say though, some of you who post pictures of your Christmas dinner online, please this year send it to a few friends first and get their reviews on it because some of them look fucking abysmal. They look abysmal. I like my gravy thick. And I mean like tar thick. Um... Like, you can stand your fork in it. I'm all about that life. And cranberry sauce. Oh, fuck me. All of it on everything ever. Boom. Yeah, sorted. Christmas dinner. Oreos, thick gravy, and pints of cranberry sauce. I'm fucking easy. Which brings us to the topic of today's podcast. I love Christmas. Let's get that out on the table first. I love Christmas films, Christmas music, Christmas decorations, the whole lot. It is a great time of the year. So don't think for two seconds that this is me going, oh, fucking hate Christmas, mate. It's well shit. It isn't. It isn't at all. What it is, however, a couple of things about the Yuletide season can absolutely fuck off. Let's start with music. And we're going to start very controversial. Some Christmas songs are absolutely amazing, and some are not. They're really, really not. First case in point, Band-Aid. Let me take a wee sip here before I go any further. I can already hear people fucking kicking off. That is incredible. I'm not on the Copperbergs this evening. Fuck you. You haven't sent me any free shit. I am on the whiskey. It's my Christmas too. I would be drinking it if it weren't Christmas. If you include the Glee cover, there have been five versions of Band-Aid. And I don't care if it's the Glee one. I don't care if it's the original. I don't care if it's the weird one that's got Dizzy Rascal on it. I hate that song. I'm aware that it was for an amazing cause and millions upon millions was raised. But that doesn't make it a good song. And it doesn't mean I have to like it. You can do something right while still doing something terribly wrong. Oscar Pistorius was a great Paralympian, if you get what I'm saying. I'm going to really split into this because I've really read into it. The song was written to raise money for the people of Ethiopia through the famine in the 1980s. The song's titled, Do They Know It's Christmas? Let's start there. Let's start with the title. Yeah, they do. They do know it's Christmas. It's one of the oldest Christian nations on earth. And some of the lyrics in the song, Jesus Christ, are we really calling the people of Ethiopia the other ones and uh, the lyric about no rain or rivers flow fuck me that wasn't the problem the whole famine was pretty much created by their government who were aiming for and i quote social transformation people were sentenced to death for their part in causing this famine i mean yeah we got a pretty little ditty out of the whole thing but it was out of one of the worst human rights atrocities in history. I say again, yes, it is amazing that we raised a shitload of money for the people that needed it the most, but fucking hell, there was a better way to go about it, I'm sure. Right, enough Band-Aid. Next song, Santa Baby. Santa Baby is an absolute timeless classic, and I am not denying that for a moment, but nobody seems to have really taken the tone of the song on board. Let's let's be realistic about this. The basis of Santa Claus was a real man, a kind, generous, well-natured man. He was an actual saint with a sainthood. 
And something about just picking off key names here, Eartha Kitts, Kylie Minogue, Madonna, Gwen Stefani, uh, the Pussycat Dolls, Taylor Swift, Ariana Grande, and Michael fucking Buble, all trying to seduce him and fuck him to get better presents. It just freaks me out a bit. It doesn't sit right with me. Santa baby, I'm, nah, nah. <laughs> Not for me. Not for me. Um, final song I'll mention, the Maroon 5 cover of John Lennon's Happy Christmas War Is Over. This sentence is all I'm willing to say about it because I don't want to draw so much attention to it that you actually go and listen to it. Hard pass. Let's move on. Uh, just quickly, just so I'm not on a total Debbie Downer, Christmas songs that are actually amazing. Fairy Tale of New York, obviously. Christmas Rapping by The Waitresses. One of my all-time favourites. No idea why. Um, Stop the Cavalry by Jonah Louis, Just sounds like Christmas like no other song does. Uh, Feliz Navidad, absolutely amazing. Uh, Bing Crosby singing absolutely anything. And I'm going to throw you a curveball here. Santa Tell Me by Ariana Grande is a shit hot song. I will not hear a bad word against it. It fucking slaps. Uh, Stay Another Day by East 17 is a song that I get a lot of shit for enjoying, especially the video. There's one guy in the group, and for some reason in the video, they put an ultra zoomed in video of his face on the screen, and it just pans from right to left, and they do that shit twice, and it is so funny. They do that man so dirty, and... Just the ridiculous loose leather trousers and the dancing and the fur coats. It is perfect. It is as good as Christmas gets. The song itself is great. People go, oh, it's so hammy and poorly written. It's not a Christmas song. It's such a cheesy love song. Well, guess what, motherfucker? Guess what? The top boy of East 17 wrote it for his dead brother. Yeah, don't you feel an absolute bastard? You didn't know that, did you? Ha ha ha. Right, movies, Home Alone, Home Alone 2, absolute classics, enough said about that. However, Home Alone 3, Home Alone 4, Taking Back the House, Home Alone 5, The Holiday Heist, and the upcoming Disney Plus, Home Alone 6. Why? Why did you carry it on after Macaulay Culkin grew up? The whole cast of the first two films didn't make it into any other and they just started adding fucking weird people. Scarlett Johansson was in one. Um, the woman that played the freaky Eastern European woman in Dodgeball was in another. Just let it die. What are we doing? Oh, fun story. Fun story about Macaulay Culkin. I called him Corley McCulkin for about the first 22 years of my life. My parents tried to kick it out of me every single Christmas. Never worked. Corley McCulkin, you are welcome. But there is another film that I want to talk about that doesn't see mainstream success and didn't see mainstream success and has probably flown under your radar for quite some time. The film is called Santa with Muscles. It is worth the watch. It's got Hulk Hogan in it and he is definitely one of my favourite homophobic racists who banged his best friend's wife on a private video that got leaked. I just want to read you this short review of the movie which sums it up better than I ever will. So it begins, we just rented it last night and I'd have to say it deserves high ranking. When we stopped by the rental place to pick it up after calling ahead, the entire staff wanted to meet us. They were all dying of laughter. Apparently, it hadn't been rented in six years. Anyway, the plot. Hawk Hogan is some rich guy that likes playing paintball. He beats some people up while running from the police, and he hits his head while wearing a Santa suit. So naturally, when he wakes up, he thinks he's Santa. Then he beats some more people up. 
He winds up at a church orphanage, brackets, of which has a grand total of three children for some reason. Some other bad guy wants the church orphanage destroyed, so Hulk Hogan beats up some henchmen. So the kids take Hulk Hogan on a tour of the catacombs, and while there, they discover a vault containing glowing magic rocks. It starts getting weird after that. So as I say, I can't really sum it up better to you than that. If that hasn't grabbed you, I don't know what more I can do. Moving on. Sticking with um, movies and television, over-emotional Christmas adverts. Yeah, not for me. Not for me. I will make one exception this year for the McDonald's advert with the mother and the son, and the son's got, like, an inner child. That advert absolutely slaps. That's one of the best, best adverts I've seen in a very long time. But every other Christmas advert on television right now just ain't the one. I hate cheaply made Christmas adverts as well. I understand money is tight for businesses right now, but there's got to be a different concept. There's got to be a different concept for an advert than an old man does something good, a child realises that he's actually Santa Claus, and the old man gives her a little shh and a wink. How many times have you seen that exact advert? Oh my god, that man is actually Santa, and only that little girl has realised. What an incredibly creative and unique advert. I'm going to give this company all of my disposable income. It's never been said. It has never been said. Also, just very quickly, and I'm not going to mention the company's name because I don't want them getting any free publicity. There is a company right now that is advertising non-stop on Sky Channels. They sell underwear. There's a guy, he rubs cactuses together. I'm sure some of you know the one I'm on about. Fuck off. I hate it so fucking much. And it's on all the fucking time. They must have spent a fortune on it. I hope they make no fucking money. I hope they make no money. Those adverts are the worst fucking things I've ever seen in my life. People used to go, oh, that, the go compare man, he's really annoying. Not like this. Not like this. I fucking despise it. If you know what I'm on about, I'm sure you despise it too. Fuck me. <clears throat> moving on, moving on. Otherwise, I'm just going to fucking get angry. I actually had a, I had a good idea for a Christmas advert just to inject a bit of originality into the mix. So picture the scene. There's a terrible piano cover of Wonderwall or Life on Mars or something like that. There's a classroom full of children and they're all doing Christmassy things. They're cutting out snowflakes. They're watching Christmas films, all that good shit, except for one child. Now, he's happy enough, but he's not getting involved with any of the festivities. A day passes. His friends try and get him into the spirit and encourage him to join in, but no, he's he's just not having it. He's still happy. Of course he's happy, but he's just not really getting involved. So the kids break up for the Christmas holiday, and the whole class has a plan to get this little guy in the mood. They show up to his house on Christmas Eve, ring the doorbell, and they begin carol singing. As the door opens, there stands the young lad and his parents. They're enjoying the song, they're enjoying the carol, it's lovely. A quick glance to the window just beside the front door. What's that sat on the windowsill? A menorah. Jewish. Don't waste time. Keep time. Rolex. You're welcome. Also, um, certain phrases that you hear in almost every single advert, things like uh, 12 days of, nothing says Christmas like Christmas comes early. Just stop. Please just stop. I, I have nothing funny to say about phrases like this. I have nothing funny to say about this whole bit. Just stop it. I'm asking really nicely. Please, pack it in. 
alcohol, Christmas drinks, they can either be amazing or the worst fucking thing on planet Earth. Mold wine. Mold wine is amazing. Boozy hot chocolates are amazing. Avocar or any gingerbread flavoured spirits can fuck right off. Avocar is a fucking abomination. I don't even care if I'm saying it a little bit wrong. It doesn't deserve to be said right. It is a bottled alcoholic spirit in which the three main ingredients are brandy, sugar, and eggs. What the fuck? My nan used to drink these mini bottles called snowballs every Christmas, which is avocar mixed with lemonade. That's so fucking dirty. Egg lemonade. I miss you and I love you, nan. But Jesus Christ, that's so grim. Gingerbread flavoured spirits are abysmal as well. That Captain Morgan's gingerbread rum smells like chlorine. I've heard it tastes absolutely amazing, but I've never got that far. Anything that smells like a public swimming pool isn't going into my body. People piss. People piss in swimming pools. So how can I be sure that the spirit I'm drinking is piss free? Exactly. It makes you think. I think it's fair to say that I have overdone it with the whiskey today. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. It's Christmas. I am drunk. I am definitely drunk. Let's keep this moving. Let's keep this moving. I'm going to loop back to Christmas movies. Actually, Hallmark Christmas movies. Are you familiar? They are the worst things ever. The titles of the films are always a pun. They all follow the exact same formula. It's a straight, white, career-driven woman who has always been just far too busy for love. She ends up in some kind of distress with her work or her family, but thankfully there is always a knight in shining armor, and he's always there to save the day. They're all set in fucking tiny towns that have the Christmas decoration budget of New York City. The films are just abysmal. So, following that plot, here's my idea. A movie about a woman who moves to Australia at Christmas. She misses her family, even though it was her fucking decision. She finds love, her dad doesn't approve of her finding love in a foreign country, and then her dad gets sick or some shit like that. The knight in shining armour somehow pays for her whole family, who he has never met or spoken to. They all show up and surprise her in Australia. Dad's not sick anymore. Now he approves of her new love, because, you know, we're all together, it's Christmas. They all lived happily ever after, and you can call it, wait for it, down under the mistletoe. Do you know what that idea is? It's dreadful, which is why it's perfect. You've gained nothing from watching it. You've lost 90 minutes of your life. Don't waste your fucking time. Down under the mistletoe, Hallmark. Give me a call. Um, what else? Oh, fucking hell. People who complain about Christmas being too commercial. Boring. I hear a foghorn. Boring. Oh, it's all about the money and the advertising now, bro. It's all so commercial. It's not about family or the feeling of goodwill anymore, bro. It's lost its true meaning. The rich just get richer, bro. You're not some wild and free thinker for saying Christmas is commercial. Yeah, it is. But when that little baby Jesus was born, three fellas crossed the desert and gave him gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Now, I don't know a lot about frankincense or myrrh, but boy, do I know about gold. And I also know that giving gold to a baby is completely overdoing it. Oh, that's such a stupid comparison, bro. That, that shit didn't really happen, bro. Then why are you celebrating Christmas, bro? Why support a commercialized holiday that you don't believe the origins of, bro? Let me enjoy my overpriced, overmarketed shit, and you do whatever it is you want to do. But stop preaching to people that Christmas is different now. It never changed. Humans 
we go hard. Humans go hard. We always have and we always will. It's too fucking commercial, bro. Very quick one. Very quick one. Elf on the shelf. Fuck off. Enough said. God. Supermarkets at Christmas. Nope. 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 I said this last week as well, if I remember correctly. They're just war zones. I think I described it as the purge last week, if I remember correctly. And fucking hell, wasn't I right? I know everyone that listens to this is a good person anyway. But just in case, for fuck's sake, be nicer than ever to supermarket staff this year. This goes for any retail or hospitality staff, but supermarket staff have had to work through this entire madness. People not wearing masks and shit. Top tip for people. If you look above the aisles, it tells you what's in that aisle. Don't get in some 16-year-old girl's face who's earning like a five or an hour screaming that you can't find fucking eggs. But of course, if you're lucky enough to be in a tier two or even a tier one spot, just be nice to everyone. Fuck it, actually, be nice to everyone all the time. In fact, that's how I'm going to round this podcast off. That would be my Christmas message. Just be nice to everyone that you come across. This year has blown so much dick. The last thing that we all need is to be knocking about with a face on and a chip on our shoulder. But I don't know. Yeah, I am piss drunk. Next time you hear from me, it will be the big day itself. I can't see that being a long podcast, but you never know. So until then, take care of yourselves, keep your damn hands clean and keep your noses even cleaner, stay safe, and for fuck's sake, enjoy this Christmas as best you can. It's once a year. It might be a little bit different. You might not get to do or see the things and the people that you want to see, but it's still the best time of the year. Just make the most of it. Enjoy it. Take care of yourselves. Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of House of Rondog. If you enjoyed what you heard, please remember to hit that subscribe button, whether you're on Google or Spotify or Apple. doesn't matter. Every subscription supports me. Thank you ever so much, and I'll see you next time.